0: Engage with us. Eat with us. Drink with, <laughs> us. with
1: me. Drink with me. I encourage you to question my yeah. takes. Eat with.
0: Us. I really want to fire back at you. Okay, Lane's uh, feeling sassy. It's the golden night. Thank you for that big text. And you know what? Let's get another. Because sometimes one just isn't enough when you're celebrating a huge victory in the butt bowl. Let's go. I know, how, I know how excited my my co-host is tonight. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, listeners to the Ramblin' Raiders podcast? Welcome back to the show for some premium Texas Tech content with a laugh. We have episode 70, dude. We've made it 70. Episodes in, what a ride, what a journey, and we're not stopping anytime soon. We're talking big hits and tight kicks tonight. Let me go ahead and intro my my uh, PIC tonight, partner in crime. We've had a hell of a week of potting, to say the least, and it's not done yet. We got Laney's Locks coming up later tomorrow, <laughs> and then we also had an awesome interview on Monday with Texas Tech Hall of Famer Ronald Ross, how about that? Y'all know him well. He's a he's a hot takes guru and a a pretty, you know, nice guy overall. Lane, give me some more action, Mac action Griffon Lane. What's up, man? Say hello to the listeners.
1: What is up, Ramblin' Raiders nation? Good to be back on this pod with yeah, Jackson
0: and have, enjoying a cold snack as we do it. Hey, if you call me the chef tonight, I won't hold it against you, man. Because I know that that's, you know, whenever we're on Laney's Lock, sometimes, you know, the it, it just... starts so potting my brain can't yeah, compute all the it, different it, you names. Know, it, just, it takes you right back to You don't know which pod we're on, and it's, it, you know, cro- crossing wires here. But, dude, we got a fun episode tonight, man. And before we get going, you know, we're going to run through our typical intro. If you're not already, you got to follow us on social media, y'all. We're very interactive. In fact, we... Encourage our listeners to reach out to us. Engage, you know, engage with us. Eat with us. Drink with, <laughs> us. with me.
1: Drink with me. I encourage you to question my yeah. takes. Eat with. Us.
0: I really want to fire back at you. Okay, Lane's uh, feeling sassy. No, uh, in all seriousness, when we're not quoting movies, we do want you guys to follow us on uh, social media. You know, uh, we're on Facebook, and that page is Rambling Raiders Podcast. Check us out there. We got a lot of new upgrades to our Facebook page, including our website and much more. Also, we're on Twitter at Ramblin' Raiders. We're on Instagram at Ramblin' Raiders. And we, like I said, guys, we're very interactive through social media. So if you haven't already follow us there. Also, it goes a long way. Don't slip. Don't, don't, you know, cheat us. That, that rate, review, and subscribe, guys, it means a lot to us. And if you're listening to this content regularly and you enjoy what you hear, or if you don't enjoy what you hear, rate, review, subscribe, let us know how we're doing so we can know what we need to work on and what you guys like, what you want us to continue you know doing and promoting. So go ahead and help us out there. And then check out our... Oh, actually, I wanted, I wanted to say this too. We've started working on we're not we're not quite maesters at it yet but we're apprentices the friday beer-esque videos you know we put one out there lord of the Rings style i thought it was pretty funny it's a little pretty long-winded funny. but it was, it was pretty long, good though. pretty funny be prepared and you got to follow us on laney's locks too because we're going to be doing them on laney's locks and then we're also going to be hitting them on Ramblin' raiders so we're just expanding our repertoire we're adding new tools to the toolbox. Dude, tools to the toolbox. I already can't talk, dude. First beer in. And classic. Classic mix-up. And, you know, so that's, we, we have new material coming at you, all right, nonstop. And we want you guys to be a part of that. So, follow us on social media. Also, our website, com. You know, we have a lot of, it, really anything that's tied to the podcast, we put on our website, whether it be our write-ups. We've been putting one of those out a week. That In fact, I put one out today on that just beautiful hit from Colin Schooler, Schooler to Brewer. He really schooled well, him, huh? welcome, Yeah, he did. <laughs> welcome to the house of pain, Charlie Brewer. He will not forget that, and neither will tech fans. We have our write-ups. We have uh, merchandise on there. I'm wearing my Hot Takes with Laney Cake shirt. Dude, what do you think? It looks Great pretty picture good. picture of me on the back. Just an awesome graphic of Lane. 10% of all of our merch sales goes to charity. This For this month, we're doing the Wounded Warrior Project, which helps veterans in need. Great cause. So, you know, if you want 10% of your, your purchases um, to go to something positive and beneficial... Go check out Ramblin' Ramblin' Raiders online, you know, store that we have going. We also upload our content directly to our website so you can download the episodes from there. We have our you know videos now and it's just constantly improving and growing. So check out the Ramblin' Raiders Ramblin' Raiders website. So Ramblin' w- 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 Raiders website. Let me go ahead and get a <laughs> sip of beer real quick. I gotta wet my whistle. So I can talk about the Whambo and waiters website, Ramblin Raiders.com. Laney's Locks plug, dude. You do this one. I'm over-talking right now. That's
1: yeah, uh, Laney's Locks comes out, what, every Friday, just about? Uh, Thursday, Friday. It's all about sports betting. It's quick hitter, you know, 10, 15-minute pod where you get the best action for that weekend for a slate of games. We cover NFL, NCAA, football, basketball soccer all of it korean baseball you name it
0: and, we got it and you got to follow the twitter and insta it's
1: uh that's right at laney's locks yeah. uh for the twitter and then at laney's underscore locks 15 yeah. for the instagram i mean we, again go rate review interact with us we love to hear what you're
0: betting on on that pod as well absolutely so check out laney's locks plug presented to you by Ramblin' raiders media we put up an ig an instagram tv story last night we were going in on some mac action and we hit the, you call it what you want, double dip, and over across the pond, they call it double bubble. We went we hit the over live and the under. After the over covered, we hit the Always under. Always double down to catch up because
1: we had missed the first match yeah. game, but we really got it all back on that second match. Rarely
0: do you hit an over and an under in one game. Cheers to us because we pulled it off. Catch up with the chef and big techs on Laney's locks. Dude, our look around campus. We're going to try to keep this episode somewhat concise and to the point just because we do have a lot of content this week feel you know it's starting to feel like podcasting is a full-time job on top of the jobs that we already have and this week is you know we were fortunate enough which i'm going to get to right now in the look around campus to have a really awesome basketball preview with a texas tech legend and ronald ross so we, we had that episode on you know monday put it out tuesday we're recording this baylor recap Wednesday, putting it out Thursday. We got another pod to record tomorrow. And then we got another pod. So it's just a lot of podcasting, guys. So we're going to, like I said, we might not go into quite as many details as we typically do, um, but we're going to still, you know, give you all the content that you deserve after a big Texas Tech football win. Look around campus, dude. You got your backpack on and your generic Texas Tech shirt ready to go. Three quick hitters. If you guys, you really, it it's, was honestly, we talked about in the pod such a surreal moment a guy that Lane and I idolized we watched play under Bobby Knight you know and just tried to emulate our games after loved watching this dude play for an iconic and legendary coach Ronald Ross was on the podcast he talked everything from his time at tech his experience that he you know experiences that he had and also looked at this year's team a team that he's coached guys on this plus team plus
1: his his kind of his recent uh experience with the team because he was a part
0: of that national championship run as an assistant he talked about that he talked about the guys he's looking forward to this year he keeps in close contact with them it's a must listen to or you can again follow us on social media you can watch it on our facebook page and i think that's it. it's just facebook page so you can watch it on our facebook page we have a live video of that zoom you know uh recording and it's it's awesome dude do you want to uh, tell yeah. tell him what you said about Bobby Knight since it kind of you got glitched out.
1: Well, I was first going to say, uh, you know, sorry to the listeners, my a hole of a brother wouldn't let me ask as many <laughs> questions as, as he was asking. Now, see, Lane's good about
0: not telling the whole <laughs> story here because uh, I had I had prepared a thorough outline, and you know I had it up in front of me. He should have cut across me, but if, uh, yeah,
1: who knows? No, it man. was a good interview. Uh, we got to talk, uh, you know, swap some stories of. Uh, Bob Knight, our experience at camp when yeah. he, you know, told us to wave goodbye to our mothers because he <laughs> wasn't going to babysit us. Uh, but overall, yeah. and then you know, Ronald Ross, of course, had amazing stories to tell about Bobby Knight. He had amazing things to say about this upcoming season. So go give that uh, a watch or yeah. a listen. It was a great interview, great experience for us.
0: Yeah, Lane, Lane got a few one-liners in there, man. Even though I, I did most of the prep work, he's always good off the cuff. So you know, I went over our, our predetermined questions, and then Lane had some funny stuff to say. And unfortunately it cut out, but I, I wanted him to re-say it on this episode. Dude, that was a classic moment. Just Bobby Knight telling a bunch of you know 5th and 6th graders, maybe even 4th graders. I can't remember. We were like not even junior high yet. Just uh, he goes look around. He goes turn around. You see your mommies.
1: Wave goodbye. Wave
0: goodbye to him because I'm not your mom and I'm not gonna treat you like your mom I think would. Use some choice words as well uh, in the mix of that. He might have dropped a, a shit or something. I in think there. he dropped an f bomb, <laughs> dude. I mean, you can't paint him as colorful as as Bobby Knight anymore. It's just a a different breed, different time of coaching, a a coaching art. style. But boy, I mean, what a great testimony from Ronald Ross and talking about the glory days, the heydays, and then this year's team. So check it out. Ramble, also, the Ramblin' Raiders, dude, we're heading to Fort Worth to watch Texas Tech take on U of H, our only non-conference game against two ranked teams at this point, And looking at the schedule – Dude, I'm pumped, and we have a good good group going. A couple U of H dudes in there. should be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah,
1: old golden arm uh, pitcher for U of H, and then old uh, Dewey making an appearance. Mason Clark will be there in attendance the old Red Raiders. They call him Dewey Clark. Yeah, the guy, you know, if you saw that video of uh, the dude banging the beer against his head, he'll be in attendance in Fort Worth, so it should be a good time for the Ramblin' Raiders crew.
0: And if the if the listeners ask him nicely, he might reenact that video. He
1: may. He just may. He's, I, he's a I, working man now. I don't know, but... We could uh, persuade him if we get the listeners really into it. I
0: don't know if he's as good as he once was, but you know, sometimes, man, even an old old troubadour can find his way back again, dude, and that might be Mason. I know I've done it a couple times. I believe in Dewey Clark. Also, Golden Arm, who's been featured on this pod twice. He's just a, a prime um, component of the Ramblin' Raiders podcast, a good correspondent that we have, pitches for the Rangers, as I said. He's gonna be in attendance. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna try to maybe do a happy hour. Get you know, put it out there. If you want to come and hang out with us and you know talk about Texas Tech, talk about the podcast or anything, we'll be serving up uh, some hot takes and some cold beers. Come giving us uh, (laughs) (laughs) if you want to come give us some shit, feel free. I mean, yeah, it should be a good time. Lane really likes to just like for people to come attack (laughs) him, man. Like really give him a hard time. He thrives off of it. Some say it gets off to, I don't know, but we're going to be having fun hanging out. So look for us in Fort Worth if you're in that area. Last but not least, the TTU soccer team, soccer news. It's actually not about the team, it's just the Texas Tech soccer news I have for tonight. This is usually Nick's expertise in the area he likes to cover the most. Kristen Davis, we've talked about her for the last whatever, t- I mean, 10 podcasts since soccer season starts. Seems like she's always in our look around campus for either an assist, a goal. She's. She's always around, you know, the the offensive productivity of our soccer team was awarded first team all big twelve, dude. Wow. And it's not and her very first time. Impressive,
1: very impressive.
0: I mean, a, a prestigious accolade for Miss Davis. And she, I mean, like I said, it's not her first time to make to make the all big twelve, to be honored, you know, as far as all big twelve goes. We're proud of her. Keep up the good work. Just, you know, big big news for Kristen Davis. First
1: team incredible, especially if it's, you know, now back to back uh so, great job on her I mean, Le- soccer team. I don't think Lane and good.
0: I have ever made first team anything. Uh, F- first team rejects, maybe? Debatable. <laughs> first team, uh, oh, no, that beer softball league we were in. We were there pretty go. pretty good that one time. No, uh, seriously, though, Kristen Davis, congrats. That is an uh, an amazing accomplishment. And, you know, I know Red Raider Nation, I think I can speak on behalf of Red Raider Nation when I say that we're extremely proud of you for this, you know, awesome achievement. Dude, we're done with the look around campus. Take your backpack off, switch your shirt, you know, back to just whatever weird high school trend you were, you know, you were drop off your old campus red bag. Whatever weird high school trend you were sporting as far as style goes. I don't know if you're into Hurley tank tops, mech jeans, whatever. We know that's what you were into. Put them back on. Well, yeah, back when they were in style, <laughs> you know. Put on whatever you're used to, because we're going we're getting we're gonna relax and get comfortable as we talk about this. Baylor recap, dude. The I mean the revenge of the butt fumble. And boy, was it a revenge. It was a revenge game in which Charlie Brewer got his, I mean, the lights turned off, got his, just got his, uh, what am I trying to say, jock rocked, dude. And get this,
1: Texas Tech at one point surrendered and we still won the game. And you don't see that very often. You
0: don't see that very often in the game of football. No, but TTU wins the butt bowl. How exciting. Yeah, well done. Good job, team. Good job. Fans, good job Ramblin' Raiders. Good job everybody on another Texas Tech win. We're very excited about this. Here's my instant reaction, man. I'm glad that we got revenge because out of all the games last year that we lost, that one pissed me off the most. We needed this win just to, to right the wrong that was done to us in Waco and we got it done You know, after that debacle. Dude, this was really a tale of two halves, and I'm proud at the way this team and these coaches fought back and made adjustments in this game to get this win. It wasn't the prettiest of wins we've had. Um, You know, there was a lot of mistakes made, but hey, at the end of the day, dude, you have to be thankful for the little things. A win is a win is a win is a win, is what we, we were told growing up playing sports. Even when it's not, you know, necessarily the way you wanted it to be, getting a W is always important, at the, especially at this point in the year. Also, Jonathan Garibay, dude, with the iron leg, what a feel-good story for that for that game and uh, for just Red Raider Nation.
1: Yeah, what a beast! Uh, absolutely went off. What he hit four or five field goals four four field goals in that game, including a walk-off wow. game winner. So I mean, that was just incredible uh, story, incredible moment for him <laughs> to come in his first college start. Uh, but, yeah, yeah no, it, so, I mean, Bowman is a great – another good story there. Come back. Come back for him. You know, came out and threw that pick on his first drive, but uh, fortunately got back in there, uh, unfortunately for Henry Columbia, but yeah. fortunately for Bowman, got back in there and played well. I was glad to see him do that and uh, maybe get his confidence going a
0: little bit in the right direction. Yeah, I think Bowman's always had shown resiliency, you know, even with – uh, his freshman year under Kingsbury, last year with some injuries, he's kind of always had that ability to shake it off and get back out there, and he certainly showed it in this game. So, glad to see Bowman making a comeback and slinging the ball around a little bit. Before we get into the negatives, because there's always good and bad, this one, like we said, it wasn't a, you know, the prettiest of wins, but count it, it's still a W in the win column. Dude, I think... Colin Schooler's face mask might still be imprinted on Charlie Brewer's chest. Uh,
1: I don't think it's ever it's ever coming out. I think it's going to be there for life, and uh, that's just unfortunate for Brewer. He
0: might wake up in a cold sweat 20 years from now, remembering when he got just laid out, like I said, his jock rocked, on the goal line.
1: That's what you call a tattoo oh, hit, because yeah. he did tattoo his face
0: mask imprinted on him. Great hit by Schooler. Brewer, tough luck, buddy. Hey man, it's, you know I would say it happens to the best of us, but it actually doesn't. So like that really is an unfortunate turn of events for you. But we're proud of Schooler's effort in this game. All right, dude. Negatives. So I'll start us off um, again. You know, it's it's in every game. There's things you can grow and improve on. Right, looking looking at it, and without getting too into the weeds, I'll just kind of my overall observation that i made and and what i saw that could use some improvements in this game and we saw it against TCU and Max Duggan and again it was an issue in this one as well you know the our defense's inability to stop the QB run at times man i mean Charlie Brewer i know you were playing golf but you know had a chance to kind of go back and look at some of the stats he for really before schoolers hit i mean i was watching it with you know with dad we were chilling out and it was like when are they going to figure out that you got to spy this guy. I mean, he was capable of running. He's capable of running. He was running all over us. Again, we saw Max Duggan do it. And really, I think they, they, again, this coach have adapted and kind of, you know, schooler started getting a beat on it in the second half. But at times, it was just a mobile quarterback can really hurt this defense, unfortunately. And I saw that as an issue, you know, for as far as the numbers they put up on the ground it was actually I have it pulled up right here they had 207 rushing yards so you know off of 48 big attempts chunk. yeah they had some big chunk runs okay dude this one you know I, i'm going to give i'm going to give wells some props later on in this pod but dude his plan on this QB approach it, you know implementing two Q, like dual, we're, we're going to go with dual QBs
1: yeah switch them out
0: it was a flawed approach because if i recommend not doing that at all because it just it creates animosity and kind of, you know, puts these guys in a position where they lose some confidence. If you know, it's not, a, it's not great. It I puts mean, puts them in a position how many that times a if,
1: big swing can really yeah, sway their, well, their let's psyche. Just,
0: let's just put it back. You're looking at, you know, historically, how often has this worked? Not, not, not very often, very often you know, if at all, I don't know if it's ever worked. It, yeah. If at all. So if you're going to do this, if you are going to attempt it, you have to have a concrete plan in place. It says, Hey, look, Columbia, you're going to start, Two series. Now, you go down and score both. I mean, you can be like, look, if you're you're a hot Hot. hand, we're going to ride it. But if they're both kind of playing, you know, just average, then you say, you're going to get two series to prove what you can do. Bowman, you're going to get two series to prove what you can do. And then, you know, you can feel it out as you go from there. What he does is he has Columbia start off. We go down and get a field goal. The next series, you know, it's a three or I don't know if it was a three and out, but Columbia just didn't get it going. So then he brings Bowman in Bowman throws a a pick six, which was pretty bad. He yanks him immediately and puts Columbia in. That is just fundamentally, dude, you can't put Bowman, you you can't put them in a situation that basically says you have to either produce or I'm yanking you because then they're uncomfortable. They're timid back there. They're like, you know, it, it, it F's with their psyche to an extent. I mean, this is an well, all sports, dude. You got to play comfortable. You have to be able to play your game. And whenever you're sitting there going, "Wait, I'm gonna get yanked," you can't you can't be playing walking on eggshells. Exactly. You can't, you exactly. Can't be Worried
1: about you know if you make a mistake, you got to
0: just you know roll with it and keep going. Exactly. So he, you know, I would have liked to have seen him let Bowman try to you know come back out and do it again. Instead, he goes back to Columbia. We're kind of back and forth, back and forth. Columbia isn't doing great, and actually gets banged up, it hurts his elbow, hurts his elbow. So then Bowman comes back in, and you know, finishes up the game decently. Makes some big throws. Didn't miss a few big throws, but he made some big ones. He, You know, he helped us rally to win this game. And I don't know if Columbia's elbow wouldn't have been hurt if, if he would have put him back in. But this this mentality of, look, you, you guys, I'm just going to put whoever out there. And if you're playing well, you're going to get to stay in. And if, if you're, you screw, p- screw up, up you're, 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 cu- you're coming out. You can't do that because it's, it's just damaging. I mean, Bowman... You know, if he wouldn't have gotten another chance in this game, I think he's he's entering the portal at the end of the year. Absolutely. And my take on this whole quarterback situation is keep Bowman I, around. I think that Bowman has a higher ceiling under a better offensive coordinator and with a, you know, slightly more decent O-line. To me, we've seen the best Henry Columbia can offer. And I'm not saying they're both right now pretty close. I agree with that. But I think we've seen the best Henry Columbia can offer. We I mean, Bowman's ceiling is still there. If we're looking at who I want to be leading this team next year, potentially with those, you know, attributes I just mentioned a second ago in place, I'm leaning towards Bowman. And that doesn't mean that Columbia. It's not anything. a Knock on Columbia. I just think that our our upside is better with with Allen Bowman. So I, I don't like Matt Wells's lack of preparation and his kind of, you know, who's going to go out there and win this position in the in game. I mean, dude, because then you have receivers are getting you know like timing down with different quarterbacks. Yo, I mean, it's probably messing with. You can't Yost. mess with Yost any more than you already can cuz the dude's inept as it is. So now he's got to adapt because, you know, Bowman, Bowman can't move they, they like do Columbia. Exactly. Bowman can't move like Columbia. Columbia can't throw it deep like Bowman. That's just you have to have a better plan of action. And then my last thing, dude, two turnovers in this game, a bad interception from Bowman that he rallied back Pick from it six. and then a big fumble that hurt us that, you know, made this uh comeback all the more impressive because it really killed our momentum could have been detrimental to the win Lane what do you have for negatives
1: yeah absolutely uh I just got two negatives that I kind of want to touch on uh you covered most of it Jackson but uh yotes in the first half I mean my God which just it just
0: continues to be poor it's
1: just so bad the play calling on offense the screen the yeah. screens that in a several you know times in a row and uh, just bad play calling in my opinion but we've We've said that for so many different episodes now, but that's continues to be a problem and it really showed the first half. Glad we figured it out in the second half and we're able to to put some points together and come back yeah. and win. But you gotta be better. Yeah. Got to be better. And now for the the big negative, I'm just gonna give my quick spiel Uh-oh. on the surrender.
0: Oh uh, well, I mean, so it's, wait, it's I, a negative. For I forgot me. to
1: tell you, but that's actually our hot take. Oh well. So you you want to save it for the hot take? I might okay, I'll save it for the hot yeah. take, but that's another that's I'm chalk it up as a negative okay, in my okay. book. It's a surrender. That never sounds well in, in a football game. <laughs> at, at least change the name. Yeah, exactly, for <laughs> a, sure. A, a victory slide. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the hot take though, but that's
0: all I really had for negatives. Yeah. Uh, so let's, dude, I mean, bottom line, we won this game, okay? I mean, as Tanner once said, and Bad News Bears. We went from shit to stink. Great. We went from shit to suck. <laughs> we're, we're kidding, guys. It's uh, We're actually really proud of these players. I mean, the way that they've battled back. And I want to give the players all the credit. I still think that Yost is struggling. <laughs> Matt Wells. Okay, actually, I do have some positives for Matt Wells in this. I'm going to give him credit words. Dude, the Ramblin' Raiders are fair critics. We criticize when it's necessary. We give props when we feel that it's fitting. And also, Keith Patterson, dude. I think he's... A pretty solid defensive I'd like coordinator. I like to keep him around. And the stats are deceiving on our the, our the passing yards we've given up. I'm telling you, I think the OU game really skewed, like messed up that that stat line. But overall, I think our defense has been pretty impressive, They've especially these last two improved. weeks. They're improved. Yeah, they're improved. We're joking around about Tanner. We just love quoting him because he's such a little badass. You know, he's the local <laughs> badass. But this team is getting better, and we're happy for him. We're excited. We're not going to be negative Nellies. We got a dub, dude. Let's let's get into some good stuff. Jonathan Garibay. I'm gonna call him J-Bay, all right? Cuz I I just Jay can't, Bay. I don't like saying Jonathan Garabe every time, yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah. So J-Bay, what a feel good story, dude. Kid is a he's a walk on. I'm pretty sure out from Cali because I mean Trey Wolf was already going to get yanked, but we had all of our all of our specialists for the most part besides him had went down to COVID. Really? So he got called yeah. up. His family flew in from California to come watch his game cuz I you know, they knew he was going to get a chance yeah. to not only kick, a field, kick goal. field goals, yeah. Not only <laughs> kick field goals, but punt. I mean, he was going to be doing everything because right. McNamara went down, that's right. Trey Wolf went down. I I thought I saw a stat, and I could be wrong, that it was a, our second string kicker. No, because then I think Matt. Do Will we said, have
1: second string kickers? I think
0: Tex. Tech, well, I think Garibay. Wait, wait, three. I think Garibay is our second, or is he our third? I'm not string? sure, but I just know he got. You know, he got called up for this moment. You know, a dude that's been waiting in the wings for a while to to get this opportunity. Alright, his family's in town. He's feeling good about it.
1: You have to say to
0: J Bay to that. Well done. there it is, baby. Jay I'm sure J Bay crack, cracked a few cold ones after after that uh walk off field goal that he hammered. Dude made four field goals. We haven't made we made one field goal up uh, one field goal. One field goal up to this point. How many games? Let's see. Three and four. So, in seven, seven games, games. Seven games. Seven years. <laughs> seven. It felt like seven years since we made a field goal. We made one for five. This dude knocks down four in a game. And this, I mean, we're talking 45 plus. He a had a couple,
1: 48-yard field goal.
0: 48-yarder. A couple deep ones. And then the the give me, even though I hated that situation. I'm with you, Lane, for the most part. But still, you know, the chip, Surrender. Shot, the chip <laughs> shot for the win. Our special teams has life with this glow up and come up of J Bay, dude. Not he, to
1: mention on kickoffs, he kicked it out
0: through the end through the back of the end zone. So we really could have used that against s- UT. <laughs> <laughs> Something we haven't seen in a while. Jonathan Garibay, welcome to just Texas Tech lore, dude. Welcome to uh, this this brotherhood of you know and the fandom that that comes with that walk off just beamer, dude. That you that you put through the uprights. We're proud of you. I
1: don't think I could ever be mad at him unless
0: he missed a field goal. No. Oh, yeah. That would have been <laughs> tough. But just a great, a feel good story. Really positive note for our special a special teams that has, has really struggled this year. Jonathan Garibay is the man, the iron leg. Dude came through for us big time. Bowman, we just talked, we just touched on it briefly. Battle through adversity to make some big throws late in this game, one of them to Eazy-E. And. Uh, unfortunately, he had a couple really big ones to Kashawn Carter, who's undergoing season ending surgery this week. It's a huge loss for Texas Tech. We wish him all the best in his recovery process. We're going to need him back because he is an electric receiver and we're going to miss him a lot for the rest of this year. Prayers up for Kashawn Carter. But Bowman, you know, he hit some big plays. Besides that really atrocious pick. Again, I mean, that he came into, dude hadn't, you know, seen a snap in, in a couple, of weeks. A couple of weeks, or if it was, it was in trash time against OU. Battled back through adversity, proud of Bowman, man. I mean, he's, he's you got to think about his psyche, kind of what, losing the starting position, coming back, and apparently we're still going to be doing this quarterback battle going into Oklahoma State. I saw Don Williams put up a tweet earlier about that, which I just hope Matt Wells is a better plan than whoever's playing better is going to be playing, because that, it, it it's not. It's not good for these players' confidence and mentality. But Bowman, dude, well done. Yeah,
1: Bowman came back and he led. You know that that game-winning drive, there, which really could have been for a touchdown, but we decided yeah. to surrender. I. Don't, you're, you're really not going to let that one go, <laughs> are you? <laughs> not letting it go. Uh, but you know, he basically led a touchdown-winning drive. Hey, what's essentially that, so? What's that I saying mean, in good soccer? Good like, for him. What's that old saying in soccer like sometimes you have to go backwards to go forwards? Yeah, that's that's. That's European football. This is American football. Okay. We don't play
0: by those rules. Hey, I think I think uh, Brady Quinn or what was that guy? Is, is that his name? Brady Quinn, the old Brady Notre Quinn, name. I think, I is think still bro, trying to bro, figure it out. Brady Quinn had the best quote after the game. He goes, wait, wait, that was cool, the walk-off, but does anyone else know why that running back slid before he got to the end zone? He was like, I'm not sure I understand that. Dude, another positive. And this last one you're really gonna enjoy. I'm gonna keep it sweet, but it has to be said. First though, the defense has continued to remain solid and like you said they're sl- they're showing little signs improving. of improvement. They're they're, they're improving. improving against the pass primarily. Whoa, sorry dude. That's Mon- Montucky. man. I can't believe Nick's not here with us tonight. He'd be so proud having some cold snacks. So proud of us for enjoying a nice cold sta- cold snack, his beer of choice. Wish Nick could be here, but he's, he's doing something, dude. Mysterious. He said he had something to he do. He wouldn't tell us what he doing. But he wouldn't doing. tell us. I think he's on a date right now. I hope it's going well. He's
1: a mysterious guy.
0: You little maestro, you. Dudes, we only allowed Baylor to throw for 100. Our defense, not – we, the Ramblin' Raiders, didn't do it, but our <laughs> defense only allowed Baylor to throw for 153 yards, you know, and complete 17 of 26 passes. Encouragement. That's encouragement, dude. That's improvement. Despite you know, uh, like I said a second ago, the misleading stats against OU, this defense continues to give us a chance, and really made some big plays in this game. The third down stop to let to allow us to drive oh, down and yeah, kick the walk off.
1: McPherson, man, what a good game he! Had. What a
0: great game, dude! I just saw his. Like, he had a tweet the other day that that guy's already got two degrees. Just completed his masters, I'm pretty sure. Oh, good for him! At Texas Tech, and he was at Penn State, I believe, before yep. this. I mean. A, he's a gentleman and a scholar, on and off the field. And Congrats to McPherson. He's batting down passes and picking balls off, and huge pick in this game. Yeah. That also was momentum, uh, you know, momentum swing, deflections. Congrats to our defense. I, I like Keith Patterson, man. I really like the direction he's got this defense going. You know, we can always improve, but dude, he's he's on it. And last but not least, man, our O line played slightly better in this game. Really, it was card playing. I don't remember. I don't recall. I don't recall that. I, t- I, I I do not recall that. No, no, I do not recall that. So I don't know what the deal was. I don't know if Baylor's D line is is depleted or just, you know, insignificant in their scheme and not that great. I guess I'd have to go back and listen to our preview to, to know to to know that because you know I have short term memory. I already forgot it. But hey, we've been we we've been giving them shit all year. We've been you know roasting them. Let's let's give a little credit where it's due. Good job, guys. You blocked long enough to give Bowman some time to make some big throws. All Absolutely. jokes aside, like for real. I mean, like we said, we're we're critical when we need to be. We're you know supported.
1: They played a good game. They're uh, an intricate role in that comeback. Yeah, and uh, they stepped
0: up big. So let me actually say, like as much uh, I know, we've been hard on y'all. But congrats to our O line for playing a better game. In my notes, I just put good job, guys. Well done. Final thoughts, dude. And this is where I want to give Matt Wells some props. He has now won two close games at home. And one thing under Kingsbury that people were upset about is protecting the Jones. We just didn't do it. We didn't win a lot of home games. Now look, this ain't your average Baylor team. All right, this isn't this isn't your your you know Baylor of old um, that was putting up just tons of points and you know top ten ranked team all the time. In fact, I believe they're one of five now, or one of six. So they're, one in five. One in five, believe. yeah. So they're really struggling. but And they're looking to beat Kansas, maybe. But, you know, the thing is, is as I said going into this game, it, it was an evenly matched contest, and we found a way to win. I'll give Matt Wells credit there. He also, what is now looking to be a, I'm not sure... A true, it's a true upset. When I say I'm not, I'm not sure how we pulled it off, but it's looking to be a true upset against West Virginia, who has now moved themselves into the top four in this conference with some big wins. So look, he he, UT game, whatever. Should have beat UT at home. I'm, F, like forget that game. I don't. know oh, to talk he about he it. decided to do a sky kick. But still, should have beat UT at home. Played it close. OU. Was the one big blowout. Then we beat West Virginia, which is a true upset. I think they will end this season ranked. A true upset. And then won a close game against Baylor. He's starting to get that feeling back that we can win and be productive at the Jones. That's commendable, and I give him props there. Still a long way to go, dude. We have a long way to go, but this was a much-needed win and a morale booster for not only the fans, but this team and coaching staff. So, good job, guys. Yeah, it's a morale booster. You know, that's just uh, the saying of, just good job, guys. They still
1: need a lot of work. We're gonna see how it plays out against Oak State in two weeks. And uh, hopefully we can beat Kansas. And if we do that, if we beat Kansas, we'll finish with a better record. Three and two at home. We will finish I mean, with a better record yeah. than, than I think the Ramblin' Raiders predicted. So what, collectively. The four wins, four yeah. Four wins. So uh that would be a big step for Matt Wells. He's still might be on the hot seat come next season, but uh he's moving hopefully in the right direction. direction.
0: That was a big win for him and props to you, dude. Have you one of these, big dog. After after a big win in the butt bowl, you deserve it. We're done talking Baylor. We enjoy we always enjoy a victory recap. Thanks for walking through that with me, big techs. Or uh, I might call you Obanin, dude. you like L- L- Lane and I were just watching dazed and confused. You kind of remind me of Obanin with just your, your wanting to uh, get you know everyone coming and talking shit to you. Uh, but we are now ready to move into our next segment, which is our hot take segment.
1: Sometimes I had too many beers, which I gladly do, and which I fully embrace. Automatic. Still is. I liked beer. I still like beer. Automatic. Still is. But I did not drink beer to the point of blacking out. When I was in town, I spent much of my time working out, lifting weights, too many beers. Automatic. Still is. Sometimes I had too many beers, which I gladly do and which I fully embrace. Working out, automatic. Blacking out, automatic like all-girls schools, automatic,
0: still is. Sir Roderick Thompson sliding instead of running to the end zone, automatic. Jonathan Garibay hitting a walk-off, automatic, dude.
1: According to Matt Wells, it's automatic. Texas Tech
0: surrendering for a dub? Automatic. Yeah, we've surrendered. Uh, I really wish we would have done that against UT because that's when it actually would have. I still would have yeah, taken no, the points. I, I, I mean,
1: I still take the points. I don't know what the no, hell goes through someone's
0: mind to do a pooch kick and give in yeah, yeah, yeah. the ball Let, back. Let's get off that. We're done. We're <laughs> done with that one. All right. So today's hot takes. If you can't tell, we're just titling it the surrender call. I put surrender in quotations because apparently that's what it was addressed as in the press conference. I don't want to dwell on this too much, so I'm going to let Lane go off here. He is the hot take specialist, so it, it is fitting that he you know, should should have his time in the limelight on this hot take, but because we won, I, I'm not going to spend too much time speculating and debating it. A win is a win. It worked out. I will say this, Lane. I hope. I hope. However, with all that being said, which we won... Texas Tech fans seem to be debating this like it's it's really is a a point of contention and, and it's of, almost of a, uncer- a point of contention and in really uncertainty it, it shouldn't be it's it's it almost like be. the division of of American <laughs> politics well because I'll tell I
1: you mean this. if you have a, if you're a fan on one side or the other you cannot be friends with like the other well it's fans. funny
0: I, I think we confused a lot of people on Twitter because Nick and I you know we never. Denote who's who it is tweeting. So Nick, right afterwards, was just agreeing of people saying it was a great call. He loved it, and then I was coming in over the top, telling people I don't like this. Like long term, I think it's a, a weak mindset to take, and and it's just kind of over over analytical. You know, we, we've said it on you know these last couple of weeks a lot. So people, you know, they they got a lot of mixed signals from Nick and I on there. But I hope what I was getting at, Lane, that in the future. We, we get to a point, okay, where if you score a touchdown and – To go up by more than three points. To go up by more than three points, you have the wind at your back. Jonathan Garibay is going to boot it out of the end zone. To have a 1-4 Baylor team go 75 yards with in around 30, 37 seconds. I don't remember – somewhere between 37 to 45 seconds, depending on if what he was scored, however that goes. I hope that one day our fan our fans can, – we can all agree that in that moment – and that Matt Wells will have the confidence to say, I trust my defense to get a stop with 40-something seconds left and Baylor having to go 75 yards. I just hope that we get to that point one day. I don't like playing to put it all on one field goal attempt at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Have and at it, dude. I don't want to go, I and you're right, I don't want to go too long on this just because Tech fans are debating it like it's the, you know... <laughs> Freaking the worst I or ho- the best thing yeah. ever but you know one day one day won. I hope we we get won there. the game we won it, it ends up being the right call good for Matt Wells but he calls it a surrender in the game of football oh now we can go in on this if in the game of football you do not surrender that just sounds terrible you have to at least change the name of that of that flimsy freaking like, thing that you do where you slide down and you don't score i like victory slide victory slide can work but Here's the thing, automatic, You're right. 75 yards in 37, I, I had it tallied for 37 seconds, yes. uh, it makes no sense not to take the points because when you score the touchdown, they have to
0: go 75 yards and not just kick a field goal, they, score. they have to score. They have Ag- to score. Against a defense who's playing solid in the second half. They were playing a good good game in the second half. Absolutely. Uh,
1: so, you know, and, and again, it, it ties back into, though, people are saying if we would have done this in the UT game. Uh, no, no, you take it, you go up 15 points with three
0: minutes left, that's virtually look, a win. Look, guys, here's what I'll <laughs> say. There's a reason that a majority, I won't say all, because I'm sure someone can go pull up, you know, three, two or three examples of teams trying to do this in the past. I'll just put it this way. There's a reason a majority of teams would not take this plan of action in this in this situation in a football game. And it's not, you know, it, Matt Wells hasn't stumbled on some genius analytical aspect of the game that's never been explored before. There's a reason other teams don't do it. It's because they believe that their team can win the game. It's because they play to win. They don't play to analytically win by one well, point. Yeah, to hit a field goal <laughs> in that situation. No, I agree. It's Again, it's not like we haven't stumbled onto some amazing analytical phenomenon other teams don't do it because they kick the ball off and say my defense is going to stop this team from scoring in 40 seconds because I believe we're good enough to do that here's the other and we thing. should be good enough to here's do the that.
1: other thing with that Jackson the other point I wanted to make is you have the opportunity Sirajic has the opportunity to score and immediately get those points yeah by sliding down it gives Baylor an opportunity to to have a walk-off, block-the-kick field goal situation and win the game. And don't forget. And you don't
0: even get the points. Don't forget they blocked an extra they, point earlier in the game. That was part of what I was going to say. Is they have already blocked an extra point in the game. Here's the other thing I pose to fans. A, a question to consider. You put yourself in a position where you give them a shot to beat you. Exactly. It, it comes down to one play when you could already be up. Whereas if they drove 75 yards, realistically, well, realistically it's going to come down to more than one play. So riddle me that on the analytics. One play versus, you know, well, they're gonna have to go the length of the field unless they hit a Hail Mary off the you know, get off the jump. But my
1: whole point is controlling your own destiny. By by yeah. sliding down, you're down by a point. You give Baylor a yeah, chance yeah. to control and say, you know what, we're gonna go block this kick. Yeah. Instead, if you take the points, they it have puts to put you score. in command and control, well, they have
0: to beat you. Again, it's just it's just any other team looks at this and Brady Quinn said it right after the game. You know, you have Matt Leinard, Reggie Bush, Brady Quinn, you know, the whole Fox sports panel. And I, I, I was cracking up because he he was sitting there going, you know, they're all like, man, what a crazy finish. And he's like, yeah, that was awesome walk-off, but I'm still trying to figure out why the running back slid down instead of running in. There's a reason other teams don't do it. I'm just telling y'all it's because I hope, and I hope we get to a point where we believe in our team enough to get that stop. And everyone's saying that against UT, yo, we were up 15 with three minutes left. There's we not choked. A, we there's choked. Not a,
1: there's not a person saying that now we choked. Who, who in that moment would say – they want Sir Roderick Thompson no, to slide. there's a In that moment,
0: you take the yeah. points. You there, take the fi- the 15 points. There's a hundred different things that have to happen for them to win that game. They just so happened to hit every one of them, starting with Matt Wooch's pooch, uh, the pooch kick, fly kick, which was dumb as hell. So, like, all these things have to happen. We choked that game away. That was the, one of the greatest chokes and, in college football history. But let's not get too, people, distra- like, in the weeds.
1: One more quick point. People yeah. call it analytics, this whole analytical yeah, yeah. thing that Matt Wells does. Okay, you want to talk analytics? Sir Roderick Thompson scoring that touchdown and not sliding gives you the highest percent total chance to win that game. To not slide? If he oh, doesn't oh, slide. Oh, yeah, score, score. Yeah, if yeah. he scores and takes and we go yeah, up 15 yeah, yeah. points. Agreed, agreed, That gives you a 99.9% so here, analytical chance to win the game. So here we go.
0: Two ultimate outcomes. This is what we're going to end it on. This is my last point I wanted to make. This is the question I po- I want to pose to fans. Man, these Montuckies really jack you up, don't they? <laughs> these let's say and we won so congrats at least what i'm saying matt wills it worked out it worked out so yeah, g- good fine. on good I don't, on everybody I don't,
1: I don't really care
0: i mean shit okay no. like we're sorry we're sorry okay <laughs> no but look two ultimate outcomes here and let's see let's say they played out this way let's say in that moment sir roger thompson does score okay we kick it off let's say they drive down the, the field they pull an you know a d hop and kyler murray magic arizona something they throw it in the end zone. We are pissed off as fans, but we're sitting there like we did against UT, saying we choked. Like we, our defensive our players choked. play bad. We choked. Statistically, that should have that shouldn't happen. Okay, and we're upset. We're raging. We're pissed. But later on, we come to grips with we choked with 40, 37 seconds left. Thirty seven seconds left. Thirty seven seconds left. I'm getting ahead of myself. Other scenario. scenario. All right. Nice. Other scenario. So we do the surrender, he slides, we go up and shank the field goal. Or blocked. Or blocked when we could have had five points. Can you imagine? Matt hey, Wells hey, might have been fired well, well, on, on spot. Just, just imagine for me how fans would have reacted to that. It would have been absolute chaos, vitriol, turmoil, hatred. Absolutely. And I, I would understand because we you take the points. So i my Matt Wells put his job on the line. My bottom line he put it all in Jonathan Garibay, and dude, I'll, I'll never doubt Garibay again. I'm just saying, but when that came off his boot, it looked like it was going way left. <laughs> it did like, look
1: like it was going to miss from a little his bit.
0: from his po- perspective. It looked like it was rocketing left, and then it curved back in, which mad respect. But I'm just saying, dude, if he misses that, you, I mean, that's up there with the second and four TCU. People are going to lose their you absolute minds. enemy
1: number one. So Matt Wells, not Garrett. You,
0: you go down those two roads and all the people saying it was the right call. Would it been the, would it have been the right call if he missed the field goal? And how it's still the right call if if, if Thompson scores, it's still the right call. You just choke. You but just, it was the right you, call. I'm just you saying, get beat. They have to go beat you. It's it, but it was still the right call. If he misses, everyone's saying it was not the right call and you blew the game cuz you didn't get points on the board. Absolutely. But we still won the game. And so for everyone else who's saying it's the right call like we won the game. Let's all – hey, let's just shake hands right here. You know, I know you can't see us. We're doing a little imaginary shake. Shake on the fact that we won. But my my dream for us, my hope, my goals and ambitions for this program, for this team, is that one day we can kick it off with 40 seconds left. They got to go the length of the field, and we can say we trust our defense. Absolutely. We trust our D to get a stop.
1: Yeah, and I agree. I mean, that's, Hot that's take. it. Hot takes out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's
0: just – I don't know anymore. Hey, we don't know, man. Dude, we don't even know what we're talking just, about. Why, why are y'all listening to this podcast? We
1: won the game. We just wanted to give our take on that call, yeah. and I think we delivered it well. And for those reasons, we're out. <laughs> and for
0: that reason, I'm out. All right let's take a let's, let's take a quick uh, victory swig of a Montucky. Analytics, God. When, when did the game get so damn anal- analytical? okay anyways i was was asking you when did the game get so analytical dude it's just and that goes back to it it's 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 a mindset of playing not to lose kind of showing weakness i mean the word surrender is weak it's like he says in the other guys the sound of your piss hitting the urinal sounds feminine the sound (laughs) of you calling surrender gives off a sign of weakness okay I hope y'all are laughing in your car, or wherever you're listening to this, if you've seen the other guys. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine Mark Matt, Wahlberg. Wells,
1: Matt Wells running down the sideline going, <laughs> surrender. no, surrender, surrender.
0: Yeah, I don't like it either. But, you know, we got to get past the analytics and all that. I just love to get to playing it kind of straight up again. Or if you're going to be analytical, go uh, Michael Each analytical and become an offensive genius. Matador motivational. It. This is a good one. It's a quick one. But... Oh, well, wait, I forgot, dude. We got to. I mean, we it, it's principle, it's ceremony. It's our Matador Motivational. Motivational. The title of this MM is Write Down Your Thoughts. Write down, you know, things that, that come to you, moments of inspiration, of creativity, of just little personal genius that are fleeting at all times, you know. And I know for me, I'm a guy who, who has ADD, and, you know, I think of something. And then I forget about it, and I'm always trying to go back and remember what it was. And so I started practicing this, and it helps a lot. You know, we carry around these things called phones. 2020, you know, we're not denied modern technology. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were putting them in your dream journal. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> no, no, I do my phone, then the dream journal. But, you know, we're not denied modern technology, all right? Everyone, you know, for the most part is walking around these things. It's incredible, Lane. There's this app on there called the Notes app. When something comes to you right up here in your ticker, all right. Actually, no, this is your ticker. Right up here in your uh, your thinker, your, your think tank. All right, write it down so you don't forget it. And here's what I'm getting at. I just listened to a podcast recently with Joe Rogan and Matthew McConaughey. And Matthew McConaughey's stance on writing, I know he's a Longhorn, boo, all that, but he's also a proud, accomplished Texan with mm-hmm. good morals, good values, good principles. Someone to aspire, you know, aspire to and look up to. For all that he's worth and everything he's accomplished, man. A great, just a great human being. His stance on writing. He says, he just came out with a new book. And, and Joe Rogan was asking him, you know, why'd you do this? And he goes, well, I've been writing for years. You know, he goes, I've been writing in, in a journal, writing down my thoughts for 30 some odd years. And he goes, it's allowed me to go back and at certain points in my life analyze, you know, when things are bad. He goes, I could go back and analyze what was I doing differently when I was the happiest, when I was the most successful. What was my routine? What was my outlook? And he said it helped him get back. You know, during the tough times, the down times, maybe you know, failure to, after he, uh, after he was in failure to launch. You know, the, the bad movies. All right. Yeah. I'm just. I actually, well, I kind of like that. I'm movie. just kidding. It's decent. I was trying to think of a, a miss. Fool's Gold, maybe. I don't know. Matthew McConaughey's in a lot of. Yeah, good that movies. movie
1: where he's like kind of fat and bald. It's not his look. Wait, which one? It's called
0: gold, I think. Fool's gold?
1: And that's not called fool's gold. I think this one's just called
0: oh, gold. Oh wait, this is it. yeah. Or he's like a gold hunter, or like okay, something I think I like we're that. talking about. So he, after one of those, you know, when times are bad, is what we're getting at. He would go back in his journal and reflect on the things that made him successful, that made him happy when he was doing like you know what made him happy when he was doing well. And this got me thinking, you know, everybody today documents pictures and videos on social media you know I'll Snapchat everything okay that's that's what they turn to and mostly of the good times the good trips the things that are positive in their lives but no one truly documents how they feel you know through their own words things that speak that that get a little deeper than you know lol had a great time in cancun all right you, you know you want you want to dive a little deeper than that and that's what being able to write down words can provide you is the ability to dig a little deeper and also, it allows you to, you know, retain, ret- like I just said a second, retain moments of inspiration and creativity, which is important. And then it helps you release day-to-day stresses. You know, sometimes you don't, you can't talk to somebody. You know, we don't all go to therapist Lane. No, I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, big text. No,
1: before, <laughs> before you continue, this might be the wrong time to say it during the or Motivation. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. But I hope you're not talking about it because in this book, he does talk about smoking a lot of peyote,
0: I think they're not correlated no (laughs) i mean like he probably did smoke a lot of peyote but it's in his book Uh, is it yeah he Uh, talked about on joe rogan i think oh i didn't know that it's cool but no he's also talking about like just (laughs) writing a journal so no correlation there at all who knows Uh, just just clarifying yeah who knows maybe he wrote some uh some good stories whenever he was. talking about going deeper whenever he was feeling good whenever he was tripping but Unrelated, this is actually is, I really do think it's something that, that you know, jokes aside can be, pretend you know, it's something that can be useful and beneficial in your life. It helps you release day-to-day stresses, stresses and anxieties. You know, not everyone has someone to vent to, to talk to. So sometimes getting those thoughts down on paper and looking back on them is a good way to reflect, a good way to, you know, have a little bit of me time and and get certain stresses or anxieties off your chest. You know, I think it's it's valuable. Um, I've started, you know, I've used my notes, and I actually have started writing down, you know, uh, whenever I read um, certain, uh, I'm reading, you know, we talked about a couple pods ago, Fortitude, and, you know, Dan Crenshaw has a lot of kind of interesting philosophies and eye-opening experiences, and, and I like to write that stuff down so that one day I can look back on it. And another thing you got to think about, Lane, is this is kind of morbid, and but it's, it's true, you know, is that our time is limited, you know, on, on this earth, and... When we do leave, what better way to leave something behind of yourself than your thoughts, than your thoughts, than your than your aspirations and your goals, than your epiphanies, things you realize, you know, little moments where you say, I learned something valuable today about me, about life, about you know, my friends, my family, relationships. Leaving that behind for people you love, for you care about, it's just writing things down. There's value to that. And you don't have to be some world-class great writer either. But, you know, I started uh, writing stuff down in, in my dream journal, if you want to call it that. Uh, I just I like to jot stuff down about books I'm reading, about experiences I have. I wrote, I wrote some stuff down about the Ronald Ross interview we had. And I really liked, we're going to do a Matador Motivation on this later, but his, his quote on Chris Beard about him not renting the day, he owns the day. I wrote that down because I thought that's something that you can go back and reflect on and it's just cool to pick up on on you know things that people pass on to you, bestow to you that are bent, that that can be beneficial and uplifting in your life. So guys, when you have something important to you, write it down. When you think of something creative, like I said, or inspirational, a business idea, um, a you know cool new thing you learned with a hobby that you do that you enjoy, write it down so you can remember it. So you can look back on it later instead of some of the superficial social media posts and, and remembrances that we have where it's just you know a, a picture's worth a thousand words but sometimes those words carry more meaning
1: absolutely uh well whoa, whoa, said. That,
0: speak about being talk about being deep dude
1: yeah you just got really deep i don't know how much peyote you smoked <laughs> it's, but uh
0: yeah it's some peyote i got called montucky
1: but you're absolutely right jackson uh and it's just a good thing cuz you can always you know look back at notes and and you know if there's something you really want to go after and you're really aspiring to do and you you've written it down say you, you know you keep forgetting but you've written it down 3 times you're like all right you know
0: this this is something I got to do yeah i mean guy it goes back to the basic fundamentals in the classroom take thorough notes take thorough notes and now those notes you have an idea
1: a special idea. <laughs>
0: Now, those notes usually aren't that fun to write down. So, this stuff is what pertains to your life, what you're interested in. So, it's fun to write down. Absolutely. Writing is fun, okay, for some. You're
1: starting to sound like mom.
0: Wow, dude. (laughs) Hey, that's what (laughs) happens when you're 28, man. You start turning into your parents. Anyways, Lane, I'm glad that you picked up on that and you know, right I think this is a, a matador that Nick, I know he he likes to write down stuff when he goes, you know, his Bible studies and things of that nature. He likes to jot down his thoughts and reflections, and so he would have enjoyed this. He also would have enjoyed these montuckies. We're sorry that that we missed old Nickamundo tonight, but he'll be back soon. He'll be back next for the next podcast when which we get ready. For some Turkey Day Thanksgiving dressing mm. and a game against Oklahoma State.
1: Wait, we play them on Thanksgiving? No,
0: I think the weekend, Saturday. Oh, cool. On the road, we're gonna you know get that dub hopefully. All right, guys. With that, you know, for the first time ever, Lane, I think that episode calls for an outro. Wow! During closing, time. I'm gonna time. take a little sip during the closing time. It's closing closing time. time. You can't stay. One here. last coffer. David Yost to get fired. He can't stay at Tech. He can't stay here. Sorry, David Yost. We're uh, we're just tired of it, dude. We're tired of the screen passes. We're tired of that shit, Grandpa. All right. So closing time. I Had to take one last. You know, we're switching from Montucky to Michelob. Mm. Still cold, still tasty. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. Tonight's content brought to you by Big Techs, the Chef, the Maestro, Lane Jackson, the Griffon brothers. We go by many aliases. The Flow bros. Flow bros. <laughs> My hair is getting way too long. I gotta cut it soon. We'll be hunting this weekend, dude. I hope we get, you know, get after it in Yancey seeing some uh spikes or devil deer. Because we I mean some we, we don't white shoot tail, because we don't shoot anything else. Guys. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on social media. Go check that out. Also remember to go, you know, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Ramblin' Raiders, at Ramblin' Raiders, and Ramblin' Raiders Podcast. Also go check out our website, Ramblin Raiders.com. We have great merch. We have our write-ups. We have our episodes downloadable from the website. We have our Ronald Ross interview video up on our website, and we're constantly adding and, you know, improving it each day, trying to get this brand and get this podcast, you know, further and further down the line. So check out our website. It's weird without Nick because I'm having to hold the, the speaker and I'm trying to remember what to do everything. it all. I'm trying to do it all and I'm trying to remember everything that we go through. What else, dude? We have the website and the website. The web website. I think, I think, I think that's, that's about it. it, dude. I think that's about it, man. Lane, do you have any to wrap it up? Departing words to the listeners as we get ready Just, for this week uh, before guns Thanksgiving. up.
1: You know we can't lose this
0: weekend, so that's always a positive. Yeah, uh, go listen to Lane's locks and hammer some bets with us. Hammer some, bre- hammer some bets. Write down your thoughts, Lane. We out.